Live from downtown Farmington Hills. It's out on the screen live. Tonight's hosts are Michael, Mike, and Glenn. Assist. Well, Bill Rosa, he'll be on the program talking about his weekend adventure. Well, the latest verified video game world records from Galaxy's.com. And I'll lay some more tracks. Glenn's gonna reshape the scoreboard. Doubtful. Hey, Glenn, welcome to the show. How you doing, buddy? Doing all right. Oh, there, we, there go. we go. Yeah, just like every There night. we go. Welcome, everybody, to Settle on the Screen, the commentary show about the Twin Galaxies database. Uh, world records, sort of. Stuff, um, things. Stuff, video Interesting games. people. Interesting people. That's actually what the show's been more about. We it's have true. not really settled it on the screen, other than Nick's pretty bad at Rocket League. That's about it. Yeah. But he was the first time. Um, so we're here to inform and entertain you about the world of competitive gaming, not so much esports. We drink some balls on this show. I am here with my good friend Mike Janae. How are you, Mike? Good, good, good. You doing decent? Yeah. Good. It's a nice hat, by the way. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate that. Can you curve that or no? I've tried twice and okay. it won't do it, so I'm just gonna okay. rock this flat. I just hat. gotta get used to it. I'm gonna, basically. you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna give modern fashion like an inch. It's going to stay flat, but I'm, I took the sticker off. I'm not leaving the snapback sticker on this okay, thing. Right. It's not happening. Uh, also joined by our other Skype host, Glenn Updike, other known as Ninglendo. How are you, Ninglendo? Doing all right. Pretty tired. tired? I think it's a combination of uh, working and watching Bill's uh, marathon over the weekend. Yeah, we're still <laughs> kind of re recouping from that. Yeah. Um, so we'll talk to Bill. You saw his picture there. Are you there, Bill? Yeah, man. Okay, we're trying to make sure. <laughs> we haven't heard from you in a didn't, little bit. Didn't lose Bill. Oh, I, I, I don't want to be rude and interrupt and ruin your show. I don't oh. know what I'm allowed to speak. <laughs> no, you know, we could all just shut up. Yeah, I don't think you ruining the show is an option. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what we typically do is we honor the latest video game uh, verified scores yeah. pretty much in the past 24 hours. Um, so here we go. These are the latest world records from TwinGalaxies.com. And congratulations, more importantly, welcome back to John Brissy from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. A new world record on Burnout Legends Pursuit, uh, Silver Lake going forward around the track. Fastest completion of 42.01 seconds on the Nintendo DS. Nice job, John. Glad to see the streak starting again. Got the uh, Cal Ripken streak. <laughs> All right, for the Atari, we have Donkey Kong Jr. default. Mm. Donkey Kong Jr. default settings. 125,600 points from Jason Bennett from Ottawa, Canada. On the computer system, the Atari 400 slash 800. So, think about that. Pretty good. Pretty awesome. good. Pretty good. All right, we have Sean Dwyer from Austin, Texas, Sega Genesis, Marble Madness, NTSC, 89,090 points. Congratulations, Sean. Well done, Sean. 
Yes, John is a new and up-and-coming gamer. It's true. Even on a very consistent basis as well. Congratulations to Paul Ford for Scrum Try Rugby. Sounds like a rugby game. Looked like it. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't play it back, but uh, it has to be rugby. Twenty-two thousand (laughs) seven hundred points on the Mame. Very interesting game. If I can get Mame to work better, I definitely give it a try after the Olympics. But nice job, Paul. I'm glad that you brought it to. Actually, beat somebody else's record for a couple hundred points. And last but not least, Jason Newman from Ridge Racer Film. (laughs) (laughs) PlayStation 1, Ridge Racer Revolution on the expert difficulty. Fastest lap, 1 minute, 0.163 seconds. Nice job, Jason. And those are just the select few world records that were verified yesterday, pretty much. And if you look there on that ticker, the red is from Twin Galaxies, the blue is from speedrun.com. Those are the latest probably over the past two weeks. We just added yeah. there. So we don't expect you to watch us every night, but we watch we expect you to watch us every other night. So you should see some new ones right. at that point. So I need, I need to get rid of the pen. It's true. It's another thing. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so there's lots of scores going to Twin Galaxies database, but now since users can alt-add tracks it's without true. asking for permission... You know, we we got to lay some tracks around here. The curtain has been pulled yeah. back. So uh, get the competition going. Yeah. A this is the day you have waited for. <laughs> okay, that's that's re- <laughs> that's ridiculous. That's got to stay. I definitely did not. I want to. I want. That. I want to see that. <laughs> Every time, whether we're doing a new segment about that or not. Okay. Every night. Oh, man. Um, so, Glenn, what's, uh, what's on lane tracks tonight? I, I'm going to come up with one here shortly. I got a few in my brain, but Glenn, okay. Glenn's head casing this one, if that's a word. Okay. So, this one goes back. This is a controversial one, the original record is, because I think the community on this game split in half between what's acceptable and what's not. But the game is Techno Super Bowl for the NES. And the original rules... I don't have them pulled up quite yet. We got them for you, son. Okay, there we go. Uh, Biggest blowout. This is the original rules. One player only may select any team available. Preseason, man versus computer. This is the part that a lot of people have problems with. Is may adjust playbook starters as you choose for both you and your opponent. Season may not be in progress. Special rules, you must play the entire four quarters. This game will use special blowout rules for final score where it is tabulated by how many points you have won by the game. If you beat the computer 21 to 3, your final score will then be 18, which is how many points you've won by. All right, so the thing that a lot of people have problems with is the fact that you can adjust the playbooks and the opposing uh, side's roster. So essentially what you can do is give your opponent all the worst plays in the game, and then you can uh, give them all their worst players that they have on their team. So you can sub out all their starters and put in, like, the second and third string. So essentially what the game the gameplay is is your defense sacks the quarterback the quarterback fumbles and you run it in for a touchdown. And 
doing that, you can score like 150 points. My my personal opinion, it's not default settings. You're not playing the game the way it's intended. You're pretty much killing all the competition out of it. So I've proposed a uh, new track, which uh, is called uh, Biggest Blowout Default Settings. And uh, the rules are one player only may select any team available preseason, man versus computer. Okay, this is the change is adjusting playbooks and rosters is forbidden. Season may not be in progress. Players must reset season data via the schedule screen before playing. So the rules imply once you start up the game to make sure that you're using all the default settings, you go into the schedule screen and just wipe the data and have a factory default reset. Now, and then you, you must play the entire four quarters. Yeah, so the roster is just for anybody at home. You can change positions or players on your team. You just can't, you can't trade players from one team to the other, correct? Uh, can you adjust your own doing, playbook? You can adjust your own playbook. Okay, but not the other teams. Yeah. Huh. But not the other teams, which I probably will have to add that in the rules before we yeah, do I, that. Uh, I like it. I, I think people can play both ways. This is a different track where there's quite a few submissions already. Yeah. Well, it caters on. to both sides of the community yeah. in that game because there's purists out there that think that only default settings is the way to go. And then there's the other people. It's like, I just want to break the game and see how many points I can score. So this kind of caters to both because now now people don't have to bicker on, on what to do because now you have both options. And then it's up to the community to rate each track and decide which one's the definitive Tecmo Bowl. Track. Yeah. So um, it'll be up by tomorrow if you guys want cool. to fund it. And Castlevania, Super Castlevania 4 is put up in the past hour. So if you guys think Glenn's track is worthy, yeah. I'd donate it if you'd wish. More importantly, I want to see who's going to be submitting to these at that point. So, yeah. I mean, I got a quick question for you then, Glenn, about this. Do you know somebody in mind who would rather submit to this other than yourself? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, all I'm going to say is that uh, one person put a yeah, of a former world record and they had to take it down because so many negative comments were okay. and it was uh, uh, other players from Twin Gale this isn't default rules how come I have to play every other game in default settings but there's an exception to this one game hmm. you know yeah. Mm, that's what specific rules are for it yeah. must be 10-10 because Glenn's internet. Everybody must That's be starting true. up on Netflix. That's right. Because <laughs> <laughs> they just finished watching yeah. whatever. I don't even know so, if it's on broadcast television. There was controversy. <laughs> uh, all right, Glenn, we're breaking all up. the people that were playing. Are you breaking up, Glenn? I'm breaking up? Yeah. Is it better now? Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. No. Try again. <laughs> Okay. Well, now, now that you this happens every up. night. There's it's somebody with a lag attacking us. Yep. I swear to God. Russia. Yes. Um, so why why don't we, you know, since we've talked about a console player, about all the yeah. things he has to say, and people are like, I don't want to hear Glenn anymore. Let's think what the classic arcade gamers say. Oh, what that's they true. say I is they normally say very, very useful at that point. 
So here's another uh, thing said by arcade gamers. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> arcade gamers. Are you asking me to uh, say something? No. <laughs> no. There we go. Want to get want to pose with any of this? This is the time capsule. The photograph we're about to have taken is going to get buried in the time capsule for 60 years. Excellent. All righty. I like that. I am honored. Okay. Now get the picture of her kissing me again. Gamers. What do you just say? Still, none of them has been more correct about anything geared towards video games than Hank Chen. It's true. So I know Ben Gold has a few things that, a few novels he has yeah. to say. But, oh yeah. Uh, ben Goldmine. Uh, yeah, Ben, ben Goldmine. Yes. <laughs> I love it. But that's things said by classic arcade gamers or referees or whatever. Yeah, classic. Um, so, we'd like to welcome our guest, yeah. officially. How are you, Bill? I'm, I'm doing well. Thank you for having Excellent. me on the show. I can't believe you're still awake. Bill, uh, Marathon, Cubert Cubes, with a Q, uh, this past weekend at the Full Blast Arcade. We talked about it Friday. And, um, I think most of our audience knows that you did it, but let me be the first on-air to congratulate you for doubling the previous world record. Thanks. That's, that was, I really wanted to double it exactly, but I, I could not do the arithmetic that late at night. I messed it up a couple times, and I know it's not hard math to plan to get it exactly double, but it is hard math after you've done all that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that, that was the... I went back today because I was looking for a specific clip because we did rebroadcast it here on Twin Galaxies' mm -hmm. uh, Facebook page. Um, so I had most of it recorded. My favorite part I didn't have recorded at home. I know I can get it off Twitch, but I just didn't have enough time today. But that is the second favorite part. If you guys go, uh, if you're adjudicating uh, Bill's run or if you're just going back to watch the end just to see the final score, watching you do the math. <laughs> it's very entertaining of you trying to get through it, and then you do have it, and then you like just make one more mistake. And you're like, oh, man, <laughs> which I don't expect anybody to do no. after playing for 18 hours straight. So insane. What was the, uh, I guess, well, it didn't seem to be a hard thing for you, but what was the most challenging part preparing for that marathon? Uh... Well, I didn't want to do it unless I was sure I could pull it off, right? So I definitely, I mean, I was able to marathon it a couple of weeks ago, but I had probably four or five practice sessions where I just played for two hours. So I wasn't really worried about the skill too much. I'd probably say the difficulty is the same difficulty any marathon has. When you're playing that long, you're going to wear yourself out. Uh, cubes in particular, it was a lot, even though it was an hour less than my camper run, it was more brutal. Cubes is very difficult on the mind mathematically. It really, really wore me out fast. 
Uh, there were a few times I took a bathroom break. I was kind of stumbling. I actually fell into the wall a couple of times. I, I felt more one. It's almost all the downsides of being drunk, but none of the fun sides. You know, there was no buzz or anything, but my brain was shot. I was stumbling when I was walking. That didn't happen during Tapper. It wasn't just because I stayed up late. Cubes in particular is absolutely brutal. You are constantly doing complex three-dimensional math algorithms in your mind, and it, it's just really exhausting. I don't think I've ever been that tired. Yeah, it was uh, it was a struggle at times to watch you because we could see you were you were laboring, but you would look to the chat and that would, you kept your mind going. You obviously had the the water going mm -hmm. as well. And like Cubes does have a nice spot where you can take a break, you know, or I mean, not sure. a long break, but um, you were able to do what you need to do. Yep. If you're drinking that much water <laughs> at the same time. Um, what was it? The uh, final three score. Three during that run, like three and a half. Final Ooh. score is 20,212,885. Now, that's not verified yet. We're not announcing it here on Twin Galaxies that it's a world record yet until it's verified. But you guys can pretty much know what, what happened for sure. Beating the previous record by Donald Hayes, which is very cool. In my opinion, he's one of the, he is the greatest classic arcade gamer all around. Ooh. You know, so that you that's so? an awesome feat. It's a bold claim. Mm -hmm. It is a bold claim. There it is. Other ones that are right up there. <laughs> there is other ones too. Yeah, but I want I, total overall. I'm not saying he's at the top of his game now. Like if we went head to head today, I would have somebody different. But if we're comparing, like, you know, ten years Ken, ago, oh, Ken, when Ken Griffey was, you know, right, you know. Compare him yeah, to everybody in history at their prime of the time. I'd true. still put him number one at that point. But, <laughs> Guy you know. is still a beast, though. He's still he's still putting down scores and playing games. So. Oh yeah. Um. Well, Bill. Uh, Bill. Um, John was very accommodating. That was very awesome. Got to definitely plug his arcade again there for at Full Blast Arcade. Uh, where is it in Ohio? It's in North Ridgeville. North Ridgeville. Um, North Ridgeville, I believe, that I've, I've only been in Ohio for four years, but you might say well, four years is long enough, but you know how it is. I know how to get to the few destinations I care about. I don't really know the area as well as you might think I would. <laughs> it's my understanding that North Ridgeville is almost treated as a subset of something of North Olmstead. I don't know. I just heard someone say that. But whatever the case is, it's North Ridgeville. Hmm. And it's actually, I actually kind of knew how to get there because it's only a quarter mile away from the drive-in. And now, coming from Massachusetts, uh, I see a drive-in as a thing of the past. It was awesome. It's like going back in time. So I'm absolutely thrilled that sometimes when I come home from the arcade, stop by the drive-in. The, the fact that both those things are on the same road is great. Very cool. Um, so we played for 18 hours, and we always ask the marathoners, what was the, what was the aftermath? Was it a normal night of sleep? Was it an all-day sleep? Oh, yeah. I, I come home, and I go right to sleep. So I guess I go right to sleep. Um, I had some food because I really can't eat during the run. So I had some food and then I went right to sleep. Huh. Well, one thing I want to bring up, I'm, I'm trying to let you ask the questions rather than just ramble on. But one thing I want to bring fine. up when you talk about uh, tough paths to watch is I don't know if anyone saw it. And I'm kind of happy it happened because I hope it made things more entertaining for you. But I was not happy about it at the time. <laughs> Did you notice that I almost lost just a moment before I got the 10 million? Yes. There was, there was a panic time that I was watching at that time. I didn't watch all 18 hours, I'll, I'll be honest with you, but I did come back to the computer 
because I wanted to make sure the stream, you're on Facebook, when you're live for five hours, it shuts off automatically. Yeah. So I wanted to make sure that it was up when you did uh, pass the uh, the record at that point. And yeah, that was a little, it was a little nerve-wracking. I kind of, I was like, no way. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's cool to talk about now, yeah. you know, the whole Rocky thing, right? To get beat to an inch of your life and to come back. It's, <laughs> like, I'm happy that it happened now because it's fun to talk about, but... Uh, it, it, was, it wasn't fun at the time, you know, like, and the other thing, Cubert's one of those games, well, Cubert Cube's one of those games, where, you know, some games, when you're on your last life, you'll actually see one life, whereas other games, you'll see zero lives, right? Yeah. I was pretty sure Cubert's one of those games where you'll see zero lives in your last one, but I was so tired, I wasn't sure, so I, like, I don't know if on my last life or second last life, it might be the last, though, so I got to play it like that. And then I lose it. I'm like, okay, but I think there's one more. And yeah, okay, good, there's one more. Now I'm really and <laughs> definitely on my last one, though. Oh, no. And yeah, that was, that was terrifying. Because I mean, I think it was like, I think I was like, you know, like 15 minutes away from getting the world record. You know, it's the worst possible time to lose. And that's what happened. And I, you know, I didn't lose, but it was looking like I was about to lose within inches of getting it. Yeah, it was, I mean, you recovered quite nicely, and yeah. then there, there was a little, you had a little time before you did break the record, yeah. where you already gained a couple lives, so that was, uh, it was very cool, it was very cool, a lot of people, especially here on the Facebook channel, um, got to see it as well, Yeah, that's what's kind of cool about, I know there's mixed opinions about us doing this show here on Facebook, but it does get to some audience that typically wouldn't see yeah, that stuff, because sure. they're not on Twitch, you yeah. know, just like. For example, some of these staff members here don't even have a Facebook it's account, true. and they don't get to see all the good stuff. It's but true. But they have a Twitch account. Um, oh, was my other... I had like a thousand more questions. Um, yeah, that's what I'm trying to shut up. I mean, I could talk for hours, but I mean, oh, I know you have questions you want to ask, part, ask him. <laughs> my favorite part, when I was digging through the video today, I wanted to play the <laughs> clip back. I know a little bit what happened. I, I would like for to, for you to explain what happened around the first hour mark. Did you get spit on or something? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I hope I did. I hope I didn't look like a jerk during that. I really. No, hope you did I it did. politely. You did it politely. Oh. Yeah. Stern. What Stern. happened was there was a kid. I mean, I, I I'm bad at judging age. Maybe five or six. You know what? The kid was like three feet tall, whatever age that is. You know, <laughs> it was definitely. We're not talking about a teenager. We're talking about a kid. And the uh, if anyone didn't watch it, we had a nice setup. Um, John definitely centered it around me. It wasn't like my tapper run where I was just some guy playing on arcade. You know, for the uh, for the cubes run, we had a section roped off. We it was being played on the screen. It was. It was very clear this was a real event. It was even promoted. John put out a special Facebook promotion. You had a red so like carpet. Yeah. Everyone there knew that there was an event going on. There was even a special after party because since he was going to be open, since he was going to be open 24 hours anyways, he might as well make money while it's open. Yeah. So there was an after party to come to uh, for it, and uh, there was a red carpet I was standing on. There was a rope. So I mean, people knew that. They were kind of supposed to leave me alone, which was nuts. I didn't have to worry about anyone bumping into me, <laughs> cut down on standard controls. And so there's some kid obviously kind of excited. Oh, look at that. It's on screen watching it. And I think he was figuring out what's going on. Um, so he comes over. And at first, I mean, he's leaning on the rope. He's kind of in my body space. But he's a kid, so I'm going to put up with it. I actually, I was totally, if it was an adult, I would have been like, back off, bro. There's a rope here for a reason. <laughs> but he's a kid. That's cool. He wants to be in my body space a little while. Happy to have the kid around. So I was honestly going to put up with it. And he's like, oh, 
I see what's happening here. And he really enunciated his S's and his P's. So all it took was that one sentence. And because he was leaning over the rope, he was spitting all over me while he was saying it. And I'm like, you know, I want to be nice. I want to let this kid be here, but I I can't tolerate him spitting on me. I I just can't. I'm like, you know know what? You're you're spitting all over me. I'm going to have to ask him to step back. It was good that it happened early. So if it did really affect you, I think you probably would have restarted if it was that bad of that much moisture. But (laughs) it wasn't so much that it stopped me from playing. It's just... Yeah. Whether it affects yeah. my game or not, I don't yeah. want to be spit on. Yeah. The, the, but the way you handled it was good and it was humorous yeah, too. Right. It was you, uh, yeah. you, you asked him politely and then he did keep going. I did hear him. Better you than me. I would have yeah. driven him to the ground like a railroad spike. It was cool. It was cool. That was awesome. <laughs> and nobody else was there, so it was cool. I, I think that you're like a master of overcoming distractions because during your tapper run, you had that drunk guy pestering you. <laughs> That, 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 that was just awful. I mean, I, I, I'm willing to talk about it because I know everyone likes it and I want to be an entertainer, so I, I'll, I'll entertain that. I'm happy you all had a good time, but <laughs> that, that was just awful. And the I worst thing is, I'll story. never recognize my seam. I was so focused on the screen, I just remember his voice. I don't even know what he looks like, you know, so there's <laughs> that too. Is there a... Is there a notice, so, I mean, there's a few things, thank you, but... There's some sort of secret Illuminati. So I gotta practice fighting it all my life. If I want to drive, I have to fight it. You know, it's one of those things where turn a downside into an advantage. And if you're constantly fighting distraction, what's a few more distractions on top of that? Yeah. 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 I'm trying to look for the chat. If there's any questions in the chat, you guys please go ahead. Mark Cohen is outing the drunk guy. Yes. Yeah, so you, you had experience with distraction, so this was no problem. Oh, yeah, you. yeah. Like, one of my twitches is, like, I don't want to go details. This isn't a psych show, but Tourette's basically, because of the reason people swear, it's all related. It's like, no one someone tells you don't do this, you suddenly feel like you have to. Pretty much, that's why you swear. It's, it's, not, it's never, I love you, I love you. It's always this terrible thing, this terrible thing. Because right. the fact you're not allowed to do it is what makes you want to do it. And I think all humans have that to some degree. Oh, yeah. Just multiply by a million. And so what happened to me a lot is, I'm playing a video game, therefore I can't blink, I'll die if I blink. And next thing you know, my Twitch is making me blink left and right. Or like, I remember as a kid, my uh, mother and grandmother knowing, well, I was playing Atari, you know, oh, look, I'm touching his face. And I'm, I'm playing the joystick and touch my face, playing the, so I know if I touch my face, it's a disadvantage. So suddenly I have to, you know, whatever you know you can't do, you have to do. So I mean, I'm touching my face, playing the joystick, and I had to learn how to play Atari games that way. So if, you, if you're playing Atari, playing Nintendo, constantly slapping your face, you learn how to deal with distractions. That's great. very cool. Yes. Um, anything? Uh, I, I know we we've talked in the chat before um, about you going for this. Is there anything on the agenda? Or is there any more marathons in the back of your mind? Well, here's the thing. There's always something on the list, but I don't like to talk about it ahead of time because then I look like an arrogant fool if I fail. Right? <laughs> All whenever, right. whenever I look at a new game. My goal is always I'm going to get a world record on this, and then I don't. You know, but I, I always start off with the uh, highest of ambitions. In fact, Salter kind of laughed at that when I first showed up at his arcade. By the way, we get along so well. Some people think we were friends ahead of time. We were strangers. I met him going to his arcade. I spent so damn many hours there. You eventually get to know the people you hang you know. You eventually get to know the owner of the place you're always at. But that's all that's happening there. So um, I was playing on the RC2 and Atari. You know, I was cranking out a couple of world records a month, sometimes once a week on the consoles. So I'm thinking, I, I, I know what it takes to get a world record. It's, 
it's kind of difficult, but it's doable. I can put out a couple a month. So I come to the arcade with the same attitude. I'm like, you know, I remember aiming for Jungle King. I'm telling him, no, I'm going to get a world record. He's pretty much like, yeah, right, buddy. Okay, whatever. I'll be polite to my customer, but yeah, right. And I didn't. I never got Jungle King. That was my focus. I never got it. Um, as you know, I eventually got Tapper. I did get one of them. But, I mean, I approach every game with that attitude. When I bought the Cuba Cubes, I, uh, I got it a great deal. I won't throw out the exact number. But I said, hey, here's a very rare game. It's a great deal. I could probably sell it. I can enjoy the rare game. I might even be able to get the world record without even knowing anything about the game. You know, that's just always my first thought. Maybe I'll get the world record, then I don't. Um, so yeah, there's other games I'm playing. Doesn't mean I'll pull it off. Um, I've gotten 286,000 on Centipede, which I'm proud of, but that's hardly world record material. So I've been playing with that. Discs of Tron is a game I always want to go back to. I am verified for fourth place. I do know how to loop it. It's just you never win guys. Uh, so Discs of Tron is always on the back burner. I'd like to try that again someday. Jungle King's always on the back burner. Uh, I, I think that those are the only arcade games I would say that I'm currently actively practicing on. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, like I said, don't give anything oh, away. No, and I, I'll tell you what I'm going for. It's going to be world record. I, ha- I own a Pango that I want to sell because I have to make room for some other games I'm about to get. So since I'm about to sell the Pango anyways, I might as well get the highest score I can. Honestly, I'm not aiming for first. I don't have enough time. I'm aiming for like 10th place. So I'm going to mess around with Pango, but it's not going to be a marathon. Okay. Hmm. Um, and that's why, talking about your other records, you kind of brought it up at that point, too. My interest in watching you in the past was your Odyssey 2 records. Very cool system. I'm very glad that somebody else was submitting for it. I, um, we have a, we have an Odyssey too here. We never really got competitive into it because we're just like, oh, these games are awesome, <laughs> and not even thinking about the just actually right. enj- letting letting us enjoy them before I decide to ruin them. Right is is how I treat the Odyssey too. But it was very cool to see some of your submissions. Uh, cool especially on uh, Casey Munchkin and Computer Golf was very entertaining, too. Oh, you watched me play that? Uh-huh. That was yep. pretty awful. <laughs> I think I flipped, the, yeah, I flipped the score on that, which I know you're not supposed to be proud of with the golf game, but uh, <laughs> I, I rolled the score on Odyssey Golf. But it was the inaugural, so it's a world record. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, Data God asks, what is your favorite game of all time? Well, that's a loaded question for sure. Yeah, that's difficult. I usually refuse to answer that. I ask you to get genre-specific. You know, I'll answer my favorite role-playing game, my, my favorite adventure game. But try to say truly favorite game, that's apples to oranges. You just can't do it. Uh, I'll narrow it down. like stuff like Castlevania. I love the Castle. Castlevania, I mean, Symphony of the Night, basically. Symphony mm-hmm. of the Night or the original Metroid. If I, I'd probably go with that. But you know, it's tough because the other genres are so different. There's plenty of games from other genres that are just apples to oranges. No, wait, I'm getting a note from the studio. Uh, Nick is saying your favorite game is Echo the Dolphin. <laughs> I didn't think of that. <laughs> it's like a sponsorship requirement yeah. or something by Sega. Um, actually, it was on sale this afternoon. It was, on, it was on sale for 50% off today on Steam for wow. six hours. And I was going to highlight it tonight on the show, but it was, only, it's over. It was a flash sale. So. Um, uh, I was gonna say what was I was gonna narrow it down for you. Yeah. If you had to pick only one Odyssey game that you had, what, what game would you pick? 
Ooh. Yeah, I, think, I think they're both they're playing. Other... Oh, Glenn's moving. Yeah, Glenn's moving. I'm here. Yeah. yeah. I, I think we lost Bill. Yeah. Yep. Or he's really good. <laughs> he's really good at this. He's no, doing the sure American challenge. We'll, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we lost yep, the feed. We lost he'll, he'll call us. We'll come back. We'll get him back. So. It was very cool. It was a very awesome weekend yeah. watching that. I, I mean, I didn't sit there and watch it's every, cool. every I minute. Tried I tried out Cuber Cubes while he was playing, and I have to say I like it more than regular Cubert. Really? There's a little bit more uh, strategy there because, oh. yeah, it's – you're not just jumping on the blocks to change the color. You have to actually flip the, bo the blocks a certain direction. Okay. There we oh, go. Oh, perfect. Did it for us. And we're back. Sorry about that. That's no. okay. We, we don't expect. We live show. Live it's show, Live folks. show, and we can't control the internet. <laughs> um, I guess uh, Glenn was talking about, oh, we lost everybody. Nick. <laughs> it's not Nick. That's wild. I thought we were blaming Nick this week. Oh no! Yeah, that actually. Was the plan. There we go. Sorry, folks. <laughs> All right. Hey guys. Okay. Welcome back. Hey, well, yeah. Welcome hey. back to your show. Ah, <laughs> uh, we were talking with Glenn shortly there before Skype completely interrupted us about how. Glenn likes it better than Qbert. If if you could just shortly, the differences, who for somebody who hasn't played Qbert cubes compared to regular Qbert, everybody's played regular Qbert. I would hope. Uh, very different. Now, mind you, I'm not. I mean, I made it like level nine on the original Qbert, so I know something about it. The only thing in common is this: they're both somewhat math-based games, but to interfere with you while you're doing the math, enemies attacking you and throwing off you off so the enemies are there's some tweaks you know there's a rat instead of a snake you can kill the rat so the enemy the, 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 there's the ball that slows things there's the guy that jumps around stuff and messing up for you so the enemies are pretty similar the enemies are definitely pretty similar but the uh the actual math of how you control the game board is radically different huh. yeah, it's, it's weird that you have to you have to rotate the square yeah. to get it all the right yeah, the colors cube, right yeah the, yeah, the cube's at that point. It's not a yeah. it's not a triangle <laughs> platform. Right. Yeah, it's not a pyramid anymore. What the heck is Kubert doing there in the first? I guess it's the same reason why is yes. Pac-Man stuck in a ghost. See, that's why I go back to Lock and Chase. Because Lock and Chase is an objective. The same thing. I was thinking the other day, why is Kubert there? I never thought about the Pac-Man, the yeah. Kubert one. But yeah, because it hit me that Kubert has no arms. And so, like, right. how does Cuba eat? How does Cuba do anything in life? How do you even get there? It's, it seems like he's out in space, and that's that his one. only job to do is yeah. just it's jump like, on tiles. Or so. There's probably a story that I don't know about. But like, you know, Mario, Donkey Kong. Um, You're overestimating the, video games of the yeah, era having know, a story. Yeah. <laughs> they should. Well, at least Miss right. Pac-Man came out with You're right. some yeah. story. Pac-Man should be like an astronaut. Who's addicted to pills? Yeah. And all the ghosts are the other dead astronauts who didn't make the voyage. Yeah, there should be a story there. It's a little dark, but you know we'll work oh, on yeah, it. We'll, we'll workshop it. We'll come back. Um, well, that was um, so we've. That's awesome. I did want to talk about something else just to make sure we have enough time. We can come back to Cubert Cubes or any other questions you guys have for Bill in the chat. Yeah. Um, what I did want to talk about is uh, Bill, you're. You're venturing out into broadcasting here on this 
Every, well, everybody does it now on Twitch or whatever, yeah. but you, you're having your own show format. Um, and, you know, uh, you have a show called Feelings and Stuff every month, it seems, on Twitch. Love it. You talk a little yeah, bit about yeah, it? Yeah, uh, thank you. I was wondering whether or not it's cool or not to plug my show, so uh, I guess absolutely. it is. Yeah, um, I wanted to do something. I think everyone wants to do something. But I couldn't come up with any ideas. No, I, what am I going to do? Am I, I going to plagiarize Michael Schroka and try to do the same thing as him? That's lame. Mm, but I I, no, what you're doing is lame for me to plagiarize. It would be lame, <laughs> right? And I, I'm just thinking, like, all the good ideas are taken. And so for a while, I'd want to come up with something. And uh, for anyone that knows me, I get into some uh, pretty passionate debates on Twin Galaxies from time to time. And, you know, it's... Salter always talks me down. Salter's always like, you know, you guys in Twin Galaxies arguing, this isn't what real life is, you know. And he's right. He's absolutely right. Mm -hmm. People that you might hate in the forums, you would love in real life and all that. Yeah, get rid of and them. like, you know what? That's what I should do my show about. Because uh, I think some people misjudge me. I wonder what else is going on. I, I should do a show showing the people behind Twin Galaxies, you know. Like this person you think is a real jerk, maybe they are. We all have that friend who just is miserable to play games with, right? You have mm -hmm. a friend, you love him, but you can never play a game with it. He's a sore loser, he'll ruin it. So yep. think of the reverse. Yep. Maybe there's someone in Twin Galaxies who's a miserable, terrible person, but that's just when they play games. Maybe this miserable, terrible person on the internet, you would love in real life. And so I want to do a show where you get a chance to see who these people are in real life. And maybe you'll find this terrible person is actually a great person once you stop talking about the video games. Yeah, it, it, like one it. of my main arguments to get rid of the forums. I mean, you're you're being positive about not taking something away and yeah. and going at it a different angle. But yeah, I, if you think about all the arguments that go on on those forums, if they were in a room or on your show right. or in person or even on the phone, mm -hmm. the outcome would always be completely oh, different yeah. even with like some of the you know for we'll use jace hall for example and all that kind of stuff there's so much different stuff yeah. that if it wasn't in that electronical right. email even we do we produce this show yeah. <laughs> we right. you know electronics not the best way well that's awesome i have watched a couple yeah, you're doing great. it like once a month right yeah, because I mean, I, again, I saw used to have a show talk with him, plus I tried my weekly Mac stuff, which I've since canceled. Uh, believe it or not, I can't crack out a new Mac out every single week. I overestimated <laughs> my abilities. It's a tall order. And, uh, <laughs> I wanted something I wasn't going to quit. I wanted something I knew I could pull off. And once a month's about right. If I did it any more frequently, I would start to stress out. I would start to hate it. Once a month is rare enough that I can forget <laughs> about it. I can move on with my life, have nothing to do with it. And then three weeks later, ooh, another show's coming up. Because it takes a while to figure who I want to interview. You know, like, if I'm look, and by the way, I'm not looking for jerks. I'm looking for drama. No one's been on that I think is a jerk, right? That everyone I brought on, you know, don't take it the wrong way. In theory, my show's about jerks. In reality, it's just about anyone that has a presence. Well, I hope my comment there wasn't, uh, I was exaggerating to be funny. I hope my comment wasn't misinterpreted. I hope no one's insulted. Um, but I do at least try to look for controversial people. Uh, people who you know their name, you know, like if you just have a great video game score, but you never talk. Yeah, that's yeah. great for Michael Stroka. Michael Stroka wants to pay all about your scores and achievements. I want to find the person who talks a lot. Everyone knows how they are on the forum. And I want to give them a chance to show what they're like in real life. Now, I want them to have some scores. I don't want just some random person that's never played a video game to come to Twin Galaxy uh -huh. and just start like 
There's got to be Follow some type of continuity crash. between your show. And, yeah. 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 They've got to have like, at least some skill, but importantly, <laughs> they've got to be really active commenters. And now let's see who this person really is. I like it. That's very cool. I like to say, though, that like at one time in the forums, I was probably the most hated guy. <laughs> a lot of people had a problem with me, but a lot of people met me in real life and realized that it was just petty debates about games. You know? Um, yeah, so if we've got a plug, we've got to tell people my Twitch channel. It's uh, Snowflake TG. Somebody actually already took the Snowflake name. So if you find Snowflake on Twitch, that ain't me. Uh, I'm Snowflake TG, so once a mo- uh, the first Wednesday of every month, whatever day that happens to fall on, the first Wednesday of every month, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I find someone new to do feelings and stuff with. I haven't figured out who my March guest is going to be yet, but I better stop working on it. Well, I, just a little tip for you when it comes to this doing the show <laughs> thing. You, you, you're exactly right. No matter how many shows you want to do or how much momentum you're getting, Keep it at once a month. I beg you. <laughs> because everything yeah. you said about stressing out, I can go out about my life. Yes, it will consume you <laughs> at some point in time. And you'll hate video games. No, I'm just joking about that. You can do twice a month. You'll have another show called Stuff and Feelings where you find somebody who's really, really you know, nice on the forums. Mm-hmm. And is just a horrible person in real life. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's tough to explain to someone who's never done it. I'm sure you guys would get it. It's like, how hard is it to find someone for a one-hour show? It doesn't sound that hard. But no, if you do it week after week, yes, it is. Because it's always easy. The first several guests know who you want. You think about it for a long time. After you start to go through them, I mean, I've got, to re- I, I've, I've got to start adjudicating heavily again just to get a feel for who's out there. Now, I'm going to spend hours adjudicating, which means I have to watch the video to have an excuse to read all the comments. It's, it's, it's not easy to figure out who... Uh, who's uh, currently well, you can, you getting can, a lot of attention in the forums. The thing is, is just from our perspective, especially this past, uh, the, since the beginning of this year, it's, it's not, yes, I, would, I want you on the show. I want you on the show. I want you on the show. They're ready to go on the show. Yeah. But if, if you, the host, are not ready, that's a completely yeah, different ballgame. And I don't want to... You know, I don't want to have you on and then I blow it and not ask the right <laughs> questions and then have you on in two weeks again because no one's going to come watch it the second time right. in two weeks. So, when, like, for example, if Bill or I and you want to come on our show and we're like, oh, we're just not ready yet, it's not an insult to you. It's, it, it's we're not ready yeah. for you and it's going to make you look bad. <laughs> guaranteed. But that's very cool. Um, yeah. I hope more success for that show. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Thank you. Uh, make sure you guys. Subscribe to uh, Bill's uh, Twitch channel. There are they on any other venues like YouTube or anything like that, or is it? It's all archived on Twitch. I'm assuming. Correct. Correct. You don't have any weird deals like we do, where you gotta search <laughs> iTunes under a special. Code no, no. You know, I'm just uh, I'm just some random person that thought they might like to have a Twitch show. Good deal. Very cool. Um, just a couple questions from the chat. Where's the pretty girl who's normally on the couch? That pretty girl will be back. Tomorrow? That's right. Um, possibly. <laughs> I don't That's know. what you're into. You, yeah. It'll be back tomorrow. Uh, we need a commissioner to settle forum fights on the screen. Mark, um, the commissioner actually kind of woke up. I don't know if you've it's been true. The commissioner kind of woke up on a few issues in the forums. That's right. Um, he still didn't get rid of the forum, so a, that's just me. There was a debate about uh, some RAM. Yeah. Some, <laughs> some RAM. Uh, 
All right, cool. All right, I went through the whole chat. Sorry about that. Um, Glenn, do you have anything for Mr. Bill? Mr. Rosa. Mm, do you have any interest at all for like, like playing any other Cubert games? I thought the only other one was that uh, faster, hotter Cubert or something, right? That was the only like. No, even that one's not a real one. Aren't these the only? Aren't these the only two real releases? Well, I know there's the Mountain Dew one, which is kind of cool, but the only difference is the cutscene. So if I go back and play original Cubert up front, uh, John Salter recently got the. Uh, the J-Rock, the Cuba Cubes. Mm -hmm. If anyone's familiar with J-Rock, what J-Rock does, it's not really like a main. Uh, J-Rock games use the same original hardware, and so it should play identical to the original. And there's a J-Rock that has the Cuba games on it. Apparently, Cuba uses the same board as Willow and stuff, so you mm -hmm. can play those games on the same board that's all the same electronics. Uh, there was a version of Cuba. I don't know the full story. I'm guessing it was probably made for like... 7-Eleven or something, there's a version of Kubert, which just is real Kubert, except mm -hmm. there's a cutscene where he goes and he drinks a Mellow Yellow, and then it goes back to the regular Kubert game. And like, <laughs> okay, that's kind of cute, I'll play that version. Oh, is there another version that you know about? Uh, yeah, uh, my buddy my buddy John, he owns a Kubert cab, and he's got a board that has all the bootleg Kubert games. And oh, yeah, actually, you just said bootleg. There you go. What type of world do we live in when there's this many but bootleg There's uh, some games. clever <laughs> ones because there's a couple different takes on Cuber. I mean, it uses all the same hardware and stuff. But the most fascinating thing, and I know Nick will love this, is they made a baseball game out of the Cubert hardware. <laughs> so... Oh, that's great. I played it before. It's kind of uh, kind of hard to wrap your head around that joystick and how it would work for a baseball game. But once you get it down, it's actually pretty fun. So they do have like a couple different ones. Uh, the mellow yellow one that you mentioned is on that board too, and they had a couple oh. other ones. I just man. can't imagine that much stuff. On there's just Cuber. a it's, there's a whole world out there, man. People and are I just like, what you about... need? What you need? Those bootleg. I knew Cuberts. about the Galaga ones. I got ones. those bootleg like Cubers. There's a ton of Galaga ones. <laughs> well, well, Michael, I think you're thinking about the uh, the actual program engine, which you're right. There's probably not that much you can do. I'm talking about the board itself. Think of how many things you can probably do with an electronic computer board, right? Oh, right. I, I think you're like limiting your thought. If I use the base Cubert libraries, what can I do? No, what we're talking about is the board itself. The yeah. very general electronic hardware board, then you're opened up to a lot more than just Qbert. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I, I know I know what you're talking about at that point. I'm just yeah. Using that specific hardware. Right, you know. So you've <laughs> played Tapper before. Um have you ever played Timber? Have I played what? Uh Timber. Timber. Uh Timber I've got to play once. I've been to the Galloping Ghost either two or three times now, so I did get to i like, oh, look at that, Timber. It looks like Tapper. Let me try it out. And uh, I only played for a little while. I feel, even though it's different, I feel that the same skill set probably applies. I think I probably could, could get good at it. It is different. I mean, it's not, the, it's not just different skins. But I do think yeah. it's like the same sort of math skills involved. Um, I noticed, I only made the first, but I only played once. So I was terrible, of course. Yeah. But even on my first game, I was least able to see the first bonus level. And the first bonus level, you cannot use for a bathroom break because you have to, like, balance on a log. And so the yep. bonus level can last a while if you balance just right. But if you walk away, it's immediately over. So, uh, and I look for that. I look for, like, how can I take a bathroom break? And I'm not sure if there's a way to do it in timber. I know that the game's marathonable, too. 
huh. to a point. You can play it. There's, I think there's somewhat of a. I, I wish uh, Mike was here to correct me if I was wrong, but I'm pretty sure there is somewhat pattern based, and you can uh, marathon it. Well, I know. In theory, uh, in theory, Tapper's pattern based, but I wouldn't recommend it because. It's one of those things where it's not, like, it's a pattern, but it's not, so I don't have a memorized, you know. If you serve the exact same bear at the exact same, same time base, there is randomness, but the randomness is based on prior events. So if you always do the exact same thing, the exact same follow-up will happen. What I like about that is the moment you mess up even once, then it's going to be random and, and you're, you're completely lost. Yeah. And so, plus, I just don't like memorizing things like that. To me, you know, I make fun of spirit of the game stuff. If that's fun for you, good for you. Like, I'm not going to crap on the way someone plays a game. I'm just saying it's not fun for me. For me, if I'm just memorizing a pattern, that's not how I want to play a game. It's just not enjoyable. Uh, additionally, I don't even think it's a good, I don't even think it's a good idea. Because if you mess up, you're just screwed over. I play Tapper just by running an algorithm in my mind. And then if I do something different, it doesn't matter. But in theory, yes. In theory, if you memorized every single thing, you could just keep looping it that way. And Good luck. And that's that's not yeah, that's not a video game in my opinion. It's not fun if you memorize it because all you're doing is recalling. That's true. Like, for yeah, example, it's kind of like uh, Pac-Man. You know, you just yeah. run patterns, and if you slightly screw it up, then it becomes random, and you have to fix it. And then, well, yeah, I think the yeah, bigger yeah. problem trying to do with Tapper is that Tapper is a much longer game than just one level of Pac-Man. Yeah. I think some people have memorized all of it. That's how we know it's possible. Some people have memorized it, but, well, obviously they didn't get the record, so it clearly didn't work out. Um, <laughs> I don't recommend it, but I know that it's theoretically possible to do. So space levels, that always choke me up. It just messes with my... Because you have uh, a bar on both sides of the screen. Oh, yeah, yeah they do two things to match you. Plus, it's space, and you're so excited to see space that throws <laughs> up. You want to see the space dancing girls, so you take the risk with that. Yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, just a reminder, we are running out of time tonight. Tomorrow night, we'll be doing the Olympics review. Once yeah. again, yep. we have two more weeks. I will try to get more points for my team here live on the show. Mm -hmm. We will be giving away some Todd Rogers and Billy Mitchell posters as giveaways. Um, and I believe Nick will return to the couch tomorrow to join me. Very so cool. make sure you guys um, do that. On Thursday, we will have Tim Skirby here on the show. Many of you are like, who, that guy, huh? From King of, from not from King of Kong. He will be on our show Thursday. Um, so that's what's coming up this week on Settled on the Screen. Um, yeah. Friday, we don't know yet. We're waiting on a few more things. Yeah. So just, just join us Friday. Yeah. Mystery show. We yeah. might just play NHL 94 all day. Thank you, guys. I was waiting for someone else to bring it up. Because I brought Olin <laughs> Nolan here from the Quebec yeah. Nordiques to... I know sure. pajama pants are going to be involved Friday. I always wear pajama pants on Friday. Uh, well, the rest of the yep. crew, I don't know, or my our Skype guest, but I will be wearing my Pac-Man pajama pants every Friday. <clears throat> That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Casual Friday, what do you want? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> so, Bill, is there anything else you got to plug? I just want to make sure we're not leaving you straight. Oh, sure. You know what? Yeah, I mean, I want to give this. I guess I'll just give my general run down the cubes. Um, I think it was three or four weeks ago. I, uh... 
I found out that I have the opportunity to buy cubes at a very good deal, so I went for it. That made me research it. I had no idea how rare it was. Now that I know how I bought it with the intention of flipping it. Now I'm starting to be like, but if I sell it, I'll never be able to play it again. So I, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I kind of want to sell it, but I know that it's so rare. I'm afraid to now. Um, I've, I've fallen in love with it. I took it in temporarily, and I've fallen in love with it. Um, yeah, but I actually got good at it real fast. Of course, when it's in your house, you get, like I was able to marathon it within the first week of playing it. Uh, of course, I was also coming downstairs, playing it every morning, playing it every night, so I was getting a lot of hours in. Uh, so yeah, it, it, it fits to my mindset, learned it quickly. Once I realized I could marathon it, worked out the deal with Salter to move to, move to his arcade, because obviously the performance is better at an arcade. No one wants to watch me play in my own house. Uh, I, I enjoyed the performance. I, uh, you know, I'm thankful to John for everything he did for me there. I think you know, the red carpet was adorable. I, I think he did a lot uh, of aesthetics to make it more fun and just an overall enjoyable time. I tried to pay attention to the stream. Uh, I apologize at the end. I was complaining a lot. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I know that's not fun to watch. I'm going to try my best to become a better entertainer as time goes on. But, you know, mm -hmm. I, I'm more of a score player. I promise I'll get better entertaining. You know, first got to learn the score, and I'll learn entertaining next. Well, everybody, uh, everybody yeah, can't I'm, be Alan Stahl. I mean, you, know, you guys can tell me how I can be more entertaining, not at the risk of my score. Score is number one, but a close second is entertaining. I don't get offended easily. I'm open to criticism. I want people to enjoy my streams. Uh, I, I'm very open to feedback. Uh, there's another project I'm thinking of doing, and but I only want to do it if I, it's going to be positive receipts. It's going to be a hell of a lot of work. Uh, my first, I'm a nerd. You know, I don't have a lot of. Now I have social skills, and I'm 39, but I never had social skills. My first um, experiment with social skills was becoming a tutor. That's where I first learned how to talk to people is talking about, you know, math and stuff. And I've been considering the games that I do well at, like Cubic Cubes and Tapper now, really as a tutorial. You know, I know other people have beaten the game, but you, you search the internet. Tutorials suck on the internet. Yep. I'm thinking about, look, I have the credit that I beat the game. I think I have good tutoring skills for my years of tutoring. I've been thinking of putting together some tutorials of how to play. Now, I mean, it's going to be hard work. You'll have to study it. So... You still have to do some work on your own part, but I at least want to lay everything out, maybe have some diagrams. If I went through all that effort, as long as people are willing to read it and study it, I think I'd be willing to go for the effort to uh, write tutorials on how to do these games. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If, if, uh, if there's an audience, it's always worth it. New and show. No feelings, just math. <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> But yeah, that would be my quick summary. I mean, obviously, look, 18 hours, there's a lot of things I can talk about, a lot of things that happen, plenty of practice to build up. Um, I'm not going to squeeze that all in. I'd rather answer questions. Oh, let's have some fun. Michael, yes. after the, uh, after the, tournament, after the uh, game was over, I sent you a picture. Um, after the oh. game was over, oh. I needed to find John to verify the board's dips. And John had his friend Metal Stan as well as David Cruz, the fantastic Tron player, and they all passed out. They all passed out while I was playing. And I think I see John at the counter. John, I'm ready. John, I'm ready. John won't wake up. So I walk over to John. It's Metal Stan sleeping on the counter. Where the hell's John? I can't find John anywhere. So, uh, but I need him. I need to verify the board is legit. So I walk outside. I find John taking a nap in his car, at which point, instead of waking him up, I thought it'd be hilarious to take a photo of it. So I sent you the photo. I think some people might, uh, might laugh at that. This is what an arcade owner does. And somebody's marathoning this arcade for 18 hours. Uh, 
Uh, our, our little chat's gone way too... I didn't... I copied it to my home computer. I didn't copy to our studio computer. I'm trying to get it from our chat, but you know how fast <laughs> that chat You can, chat see, goes you can by. see he's passed out. He's laying in his car, yeah. seat kicked back, <laughs> completely great. passed out, and, you know... You think for, I feel real bad for him just staying awake while I was for, playing the game that whole time. For must doing, have been really hot on him. For doing these other past marathons... With with uh, Mr. Cruz and yourself, you think you'd like make a bed for? I know he's yeah. getting a bigger place. Sure. Maybe that's why he's getting it, so he can have yep. a little place to sleep or a couch be, sleeper. That'll like be the next thing. I told him we should do that. You know the Japanese sleeping tubes? I that's keep right. on trying to talk him into getting the Japanese sleeping tube. I, I I put a bug in his One, ear two. every day. I'm gonna eventually break him down. I'm gonna convince him to get the Japanese sleeping tube. I love tube. it. <laughs> you have a one-room capsule hotel in your arcade. <laughs> it's five hundred dollars a night when you're not using it. It's a great idea. It is a great idea. And then it's more when somebody else is doing a marathon. That's right. You charge more. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. We got the, Absolutely. Uh, we'll do oh, a... We got a double marathon event going on. Uh -oh. It's $1,200 if you want to stay the That's time. right. Or you can go home and watch it on Twitch. Yeah. Mm. We'll do a thing said by arcade gamers where it's just that picture and then crickets. <laughs> yes. We gave it away. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully nobody's watching... Hopefully we have there. all new viewers when we display that. Uh, people will forget. We'll give it a week. It's fine. Yes, fine. We'll put it on the notes section and come back to it seven months from now. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, lots of shows still to do for you. Five it's nights a week, just to let everybody know. 10 p.m. Get at least every night. 200 more shows. For this year. <laughs> it doesn't mean next year. Or the year after. Um, well, thanks. <laughs> thanks for coming on the show. It was very enjoyable yeah. this weekend, more importantly. I'm glad that you did that instead of. I'm glad you did both, but it was definitely a source of entertainment for us and many gamers uh, on the internet. And uh, we're looking forward to seeing more and uh, watching your show for sure. Thanks. And uh, hey, you know, if you had any follow-up questions, feel, feel free to shoot me the message on Facebook, right on my wall, publicly. Or I'm. This was fun for me. I obviously enjoy talking about it. You're not going to bother me by asking more stuff. <laughs> you got anything you want to say about it? Absolutely. Feel free to uh Feel free to talk. Awesome. Good to you. Um, tomorrow, tomorrow we're going to talk. We're not going to talk. We're going to play some games. We're going to have the Wednesday yep. Olympics update with uh, me and Nick. We'll be here. And Glenn. Very cool. Um, mm -hmm. I will try to play. Uh, I, I'm having a tough time, but we'll see. This Friday, yes. Pac-Man, Pants will be on once again. <laughs> Pac-Man, Pajama Pants. Um, so, uh, so for my, yeah. yeah, that's pretty much it for tonight. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. So, uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us. Bye everybody. Got Nick cursing in the, in the production room. Nick's not back yet. It's our <laughs> Oh, I know it. it I know we're waiting. Thank you, Christina. Oh, thanks. We miss you. That, that had to yes. have been it. That, it couldn't be that Nick forgot how to end the show. No. I'm, I miss her playing us out. <laughs>